welcome everybody to a Facebook, uh, my, my Facebook audience who are here today. Welcome to the Mad Act Shopping Session. Uh, I'm very happy and delighted and the Mad, on behalf of the Mad team and the Mad and the audience, I'm really, really honored and blessed to have a close friend of mine uh, whom I've met at Alpha Catalyst in 2018 in Singapore uh, and his name is Peter. Uh, so welcome, Peter, and thank you for joining us today. It's uh, such an honor, yeah, for, and thank you for spending your time with us today. Um, uh, maybe before I go on, maybe you'd like to, just, you'd like to say something, uh, Peter, before I just mention, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, thank you so much for inviting me on, on here. I'm really excited to be, you know, live, especially seeing you uh, again. It's just been so long, like after so many things have happened in this world. And it's, it's just nice to be able to, you know, keep in touch yeah. see each other. And, uh, but yeah, uh, so my name's Peter, um, or some of my Thai friends would know me by Ng. That's my nick Thai nickname. But then my full name is actually Bun Shalit Chok Di Pusit, which is really, really hard to say, right? But I can actually beatbox my name. <laughs> but, wow. <laughs> Did know, okay, so that's another fun fact I didn't know. I think we really went in ahead in a question, but well, yeah, sure. that's a fun fact. Wow, beatboxing. Now that's, that's, that's amazing what you do, man. Dude, seriously, that's something I didn't even know that you do. And that's incredible. Um, but oh, it just kind of happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's natural, right? I mean, we, today it's more like a casual conversation between one another. We have been caught up with uh, each other, as you said. Uh, it's been at least two years, I think. In 2019 was, um, was M2019, I think, that I came to Thailand as well. Twice in one year. I think yeah, it was yeah. in May in 2019. And then was it 2019 or 2018? Uh, I'm... I'm not sure. It must be before uh, all this, you know, like <laughs> yes. came over here. I think it's because, yeah, because you, you didn't really have any trouble traveling over to Thailand, like uh, within yeah. a short notice that you just, yeah. you just decided to come here and then you just let me know. And it was right. like within a few weeks, like, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> here, 2019. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was in 2019 <laughs> when I last first, uh, when I first visited Peter in May, we went there for a few days. And then in December, I went there again and I met up with Peter again. And as we said, the first thing we met was always talking about Marvel <laughs> or Star Wars or, you know, either that or DC. I think, but, yeah, what happened was usually we met like right after one of those movies just came out. And so it was like <laughs> kind of natural for us. It was like, oh, we just went and saw this. We're like, yeah, me too. Like, oh, what do you think about it? You know, it's kind of. <laughs> natural but yeah. yeah i think one of the fun facts we can tell our audience is uh, uh we both have a kylo ren full costume so the next time oh, you right. probably see both of us maybe if all of you audience see both of us if we are together you probably see both of us in our full costume um <laughs> i can really connect with peter peter has like you know amazing stuff like spider-man suit i have a dark <laughs> helmet a Thanos gauntlet and yeah i learned helmet and yeah basically that's how we connect it's, it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting how the lines connect with, with both of us like oh my goodness you do we, have that yeah, we share a lot of the same interests but I'm, I'm pretty sure you have a lot more like costumes and props than i do <laughs> not not really yeah. i only have one which is just the whole kylo ren costume oh, okay. and then the kylo ren lightsaber 
Yeah, like basically the food collector items. Collector <laughs> items, yeah. I yeah. was just about, you know, speaking of which, I was contemplating to get the Stormbreaker because Marvel just oh, made yeah. their own Stormbreaker, but I'm like, yeah, maybe not. I have uh, I have the Mjolnir. Mjolnir, yeah. Mjolnir. It's still a struggle to call that name, right? But at least I'm not like... Or you could say like Darcy, you know, said, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or at least I'm not like what Paul Rudd. He oh. said Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Call funny. It Jonathan, he got it confused. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, well, I think we went off a little bit, but uh, yeah, yeah, it, rabbit it, trails how, always happens. Yeah, but that's that's pretty cool. Like, um, you know, yeah. met you at Alpha Catalyst in 2018. So just to give a little context to some of our audience, Alpha Alpha Catalyst is a place where um we've gathered uh youth. I think uh. Christian leaders around the world and to mm-hmm. come and equip them with, uh, to, uh, yeah, Alpha Catalyst is some, uh, I believe, in short, is to get uh, Christian leaders from different countries to come aboard and equip them to run Alpha in their own countries or, yeah, I think that's in short, if I may, if I may say so. Um, and that's where I first met Peter and the rest of the gang. Uh, mm-hmm. So whoever's tuning in, I can really I can name a few. Uh, Nathaniel Truong, Jonathan Hongsha. Um, let's see, you still remember. I'm pretty sure you know a couple of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to recall some of the, the, the guys there. Uh, Shirley. Uh, I remember that time we did a surprise for Shirley. I think uh, the husband texted me, I remember. And saying uh, I've got a cake and I want to surprise Shirley for for the Alpha Catalyst audience. I think yeah, we did that surprise. I think and after that, it was pretty it was pretty funny moment for us. I think that was a pretty uh, amazing moment. Uh, yeah. So that's how I met Peter and uh, we've been in touch since. You know, I I'm just wow. You know, of all the people <laughs> I've been in touch with frequently, apart from Nathaniel. And a couple of them, Pastor John Mack, uh, is you. Uh, and uh, what? Yeah, well, what, I feel honored. What, yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, I know you're a busy man. Also, you know, you're so involved in the ministry. You you travel and you make connections. And um, you to think of to take a little time to like come and visit me in Thailand. Like that's awesome. <laughs> I think I wish- you know. I think you know. It's 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 like you know. Whoever it's it's we try to do our best to remain connected with one another. I think mm. that's the beauty about how technology connects us with one another. Even though during this time we can uh, reach out and uh, just for you for your knowledge and for those uh, for those who are tuning in, um, you know, this mat at sharpening as I shared with you uh, mm. was born during this time of the season during this MCO the, or this COVID time. Or whatever you call it, for us we call it the. Um, I think it's lockdown for all of us. We call it lockdown, and yeah, this is how this whole session came about. And uh, yeah, you know, some of this challenging time can birth forth creativities. And uh, I, for one, I think it's 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 one of the times where I said, you know, this is a time where I can reconnect. Uh, another way of reconnecting with my friends, and what mm. more to get a friend of mine from all the way from Thailand to come and share his story as well. Uh, as much as I know you, the, as we said earlier, we've only connected, like the first time Goofy. we meet, hey, we always talk about movies, right? Yeah, but there's some yeah. things, you know, like I knew you were a teacher, I knew yeah. you were the voice <laughs> role, but what goes behind the scene, we didn't really discover that. We didn't have time because we're too 
we were too engrossed with all the movies, right? Yeah, like, yeah, sometimes. Early yeah. On. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess, it, you know, one thing that I'm really encouraged uh, is to see that you're, you're doing this, uh, you know, the Met, I believe, you know, the Monday evening talks, how you yeah. uh, call it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing to make connections, but also to, to just share, share our hearts with, with everyone, you know, and, and I'm here for that today too. I, I want to share with you like so many different things. And of course, later, there'll be a time when people can, can ask questions and submit questions. And I'll be really happy to just reply to you and, and see what people want to know more, you know, but, yeah. um, just to give you some, some backgrounds. Um, I, I studied elementary education when um, I went to college, yep. but before then, um, before then, I was involved in the movie and TV industries. So I, when I was really young, um, I worked, and mainly it's because of my parents. They they met in the studios because my dad was a sound he's a sound engineer, and my mom's uh, used to be an actor or actress, and then she changed uh, ideas to only doing voice acting when uh, she had me and my brother, then my sister. She just decided that uh, being a full-time actress was uh, too much time that she had to spend at work. And so she switched over to voice acting only. But um, they, they met in, you know, the sound studios. And, um, and so when I was born, I was basically raised um, in, in the studios after school. <laughs> wow. It's almost as if like every day after school, I, I would visit one of the studios either because, you know, my dad works there or my mom has a job at a different studio. And then eventually growing up in that way, I also get to put my voice, you know, and on like TV commercials, radio commercials, uh, chances just kind of come by as people kind of see me grow up since I was a baby. So like even nowadays, many, many people who work in the sound studios in Thailand, they, they've actually seen me as a baby <laughs> in a crib that like, uh, it's cause my dad and my mom would take me out there, you know, and, and then they now see me as a as teacher. I'm like 28 years old now. <laughs> it's crazy. Incredible. Yeah. But, um, so Nemo was my first movie in 2003, uh, which was, um, something that I really did not imagine back then. I was in grade five. Um, so I was still attending school uh, and just on a weekend on Saturday, you know, um, I went to do my like cast to, uh, uh, to voice and they like Disney would choose um, whoever is the best one they think, you know, so my voice would be sent over to Disney in America. And then right. even though they do not understand the Thai language, they would listen and choose like the, the one that they liked the most. And uh, thankfully I was chosen, you know, out of nine, um, I was the selected one. And then um, I went to work uh, in the studio in Thailand. And um, thankfully too, the, the man that I worked under who was my uh, director back then, his, his name in Thai is Lung Tong, which in English, his name is Mr. Tony or Uncle Tony is how I would call him. And uh, he is the voice of Luke Skywalker in the oh. episode four, five, and six in Thai. And wow. he is the voice of Aslan and, and many, many more, like his, his uh, work records, just so much. <laughs> but I was really honored to have him as my, my voice director. And that was like the very first movie I've ever experienced, um, you know, doing. And actually, uh, the studio gave me two days to work on it because it was like my very first movie. I was the main character. I was Nemo. And um, I, I never had any experience doing voiceovers for movies. So they kind of imagined um, for a kid, grade five kid would take like two days to finish it. Mm. Um, but I think a lot of Uncle Tony's help allowed me to finish it in three hours. <laughs> and wow. uh, with, with that, you know, it, it's kind of funny because the, the sound editor is just like, oh, I now have like 
half a day off and one more day off. <laughs> didn't didn't know I was gonna have, but um, and it was a lot of fun. I think what Uncle Tony really taught me was how how far he has to lead in order to get me to a certain level that he wants. So like as being being a voice actor, a part of it is um, it's not just doing the voice, but it's really acting also. Like your emotions have to be on par with the characters, um, yeah. everything that you say. And of course, you know, if you say wrong things, you just kind of have to go back. But with the technology, that's pretty easy to do. You just kind of re- rewind it and do it again. But the main thing that I am really thankful for with Uncle Tony is that he, I think he went like 120% to do the sample voice of what I should do. And then so he, so he would get me to 100% of what he wanted to see in the movie. And uh, that was something really powerful that I've never seen in any of the voice director's uh, kind of position that, right. that he did that for a kid like me, you know, and then, and he kind of even eventually became my role model, you know, after that movie, like I, I kind of really look up to him and he was like my voice acting teacher. So there were a number of movies after that. I think the Polar Express, Charlie and Chocolate Factory, Chronicles of Narnia, all those were uh, with him uh, being the, the director. And, um, but yeah, and then I, with that, I learned a lot and, and came back and did did a few more. But um, eventually, I, I had to kind of give up my work as a voice actor. Right. And um, this happened when I was in um, grade um, grade 10. No, grade 10, I was thinking already of, of doing this. But grade 11 was when I actually moved over to the United States to study. And it was with a uh, scholarship. Um, and so it's just... I'm really thankful for that, that um, really, really kind uh, people just gave me 100% scholarship to allow me to finish my high school. And, uh, and that kind of set me on a certain path, which I knew that that school is a Christian school, even though the scholarship is just uh, like private owned, but um, they decided to, to allow me also to get to choose like which high school uh, between like, or among the choices they had. And um yeah, thankfully, I, I chose this school. And um, it, it's a Christian school, which then led me to uh, wonder more about what Christianity is all about. And my parents, or at least my mom back then, she was like, oh, you should go to church that your piano, your piano teacher goes to, so that um, I could learn more about Christianity and not be under like so much culture shock when I go over there to the United States. So I started going to church and uh, within like half a year, um yeah i i decided when i was going it was the very first time i was going away so far from my family being separated for so long i know that it would take like six or seven or eight years to finish my school and um so back then a little bit more towards my personal desire to have a god who would take care of me so it's kind of almost like the start of a relationship with god that was still centered on me like it was still focused on me but at least it was a start so at least I, I prayed and asked God to come into my life and like um and to lead me and guide me and protect me you know wherever I go and then I went to the states like a few months after um and I was 16 and so um but because I was such a young newborn Christian um mainly what I learned in the Christian faith was also through this school Mount Carmel School in Jackson Kentucky and um I'm really a like, I'm, I'm really thankful for that because the, the teachers there actually are mission teachers. They, they choose not to receive any salary and live off from what the churches would donate to them. Um, and so, yeah, just like school, um, 
funding that uh, it comes through the churches comes through the people giving and um yeah that that allows for you know the the students to be able to go at a lower cost also and um and the teachers there are all like uh about ministry like they're all trying to change you know uh, or allowing god to change um, our lives as students and that's actually even though i first started my my trip on uh going over uh, with a scholarship that was eventually going to lead me to become a teacher um it was all my me relying on my own skills and my own uh strength and understanding and my own planning for for my future um so i had this idea like oh i would graduate from this school i would graduate from this university i'd go come back and then i'd work at this school and uh of course you know during the time i ended up uh getting into a relationship when i was in america and in my mind i'm like oh like i'm gonna you know this this is the girl like this is the the one and it's all like my own plans uh formulating but i was kind of not knowingly lying to myself that this is god's will and god's plan but i did not realize that i was still just relying on my own personal skills and strength and uh until God really had to show me through through a hard time of ripping away all of these different things that were adding to my plan, like uh, whether that's the relationship, the scholarship, um, the plans for like what school, what work in the future, like everything was just gone. And so I became suddenly, I was like a boy who had everything, all the plans for the future. And within one week, I turned into like a little bit of an older boy who had no no future to look forward to it's like so it, it was all sudden like everything was taken away within one week and so I went through a hard time um, waking up every day and not wanting to do anything you know and a big part of that was you know through through hard brokenness uh, too and in that time but I think God really allowed me to go through those to that situation so that um so that I would see, like, in that moment, uh, when I know I had no heart to do anything at all, whenever I was with young kids, I noticed that I have this love that I want to see them grow. I want to see them do well in everything. And, like, as I watched the elementary kids, like, walk from the cafeteria back to their classes, um, I just can feel, like, this great love that um, it's in me, you know. And, like, I realized, wait, like, this is not my own heart. This is it's impossible. I don't have any heart left to give to anyone, to, to anything, but like, I realize that's a heart that God's given me. And so I, I take that as God's calling for me to, to be a teacher, you know, and, and I know like God's calling for different people is in all different ways. And, um, but that was the way that he showed to me is, is like a calling by, by heart just to show me that, yeah, like he's given me this heart. <laughs> and, um, yeah, after that, it's become more, uh, not just my own word or promise to any contract, but it's like a covenant, you know, that God initiated it. He's, he's the one who started this love. And um, yeah, and then I'm able to like be a part of that. And I'm just really thankful. So um, I think by the time, right, I learned how to completely trust in God, um, like Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, like, or yeah, yeah. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, right? That talked about like trusting in the Lord with all your heart and lean on your own understanding. Think of him in all your ways and he'll lead you to the right path. I think by the time I really learn to to rely and, and put my trust in God to truly experience his faithfulness, that's that's when 
that's when I really know what being in a relationship with God means, <laughs> even though I thought I knew, but like, I, I did not know, you know? So, yeah. Wow. Well, I think <laughs> what you just said is it's like, wow. You know, I, I hear that stories, uh, it's, it's incredible. And for our audience, this is something that I'm also first time listening from Peter, because as I mentioned earlier, the first, when we meet, the first thing we always discuss is always movies, right? And, <laughs> And it, it is a beautiful thing. I think we love, that's how we, that's how I guess our friendship was formed. Um, but now I'm hearing this for the first time. Wow, I, I felt really moved and it's really touching. Uh, and I felt like, I think tonight, we're going to hear so much more from Peter on his story as well. Uh, but before we go into the next question, because he sort of gave us the brief introductions already. Um, for those who are tuning in here on Zoom or also on Facebook Live. Um, if you have any question for the speaker, uh, you can see it currently on your slide right now. Um, you can, there's a QR code scanner here. You can, uh, if you're using your phone, you can um, uh, scan this code and then type in your questions. And what we'll do is at the end of this session, we will review your questions. Uh, but if you are using your phone uh, to, to stream this via Facebook, there should be a link that uh, one of my colleagues or my member have put in into the group chat. So you can click on that link and key in your questions. Uh, otherwise, throughout the questions, if you didn't have time to scan this, throughout the few questions that we're going to ask him, there'll be the QR code at the side. Um, so with that, um, really quickly, I think Peter has already talked a little bit about himself, what he... Um, yeah, actually, maybe we didn't... Uh, covered this, uh, like what did you study actually? Yeah, yeah. What was your study earlier? Uh, did you cover this? I, I did. Maybe uh, well, very, very briefly. Um, I guess I, after high school, which, you know, it's, it's very interesting that American high school is also, uh, if you've ever had any experience studying there, you, you get to kind of choose your own subjects and it's very, it's somewhat similar to the, the college experience. But um, by the time I, I got into college, I studied, um, I studied elementary education at Kentucky Mountain Bible College, also in Jackson, Kentucky. So I was not far from my high school. It's actually like two miles down the road. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really awesome school, like a really awesome college. Just everybody who goes there um, basically go there to be trained and equipped to, to share the gospel. <laughs> and so like that, that's the main goal. And um, with, with that being said, I think it just builds a really strong Christian community everybody's looking out for each other, like caring for each other, praying for each other. Um, and I'm, I'm really thankful for, for all my friends at KMBC and I uh, really miss them. So hopefully they'll get to see this sometime that I just yeah. really want to give a word out to all of them that like, I, I miss them so much. Like I've oh. been here in Thailand for five years and um, I mean, it's sad to say, but at the same time, it's true. Like I haven't really found a, a friend group as, as strong and, and as loving as a, uh, yeah, to, that's showing that much, right? But I mean, I'm sure like we have, <laughs> all my friends here are really great too, but it's just like, oh, that, that special experience. But I guess it's the same with many people in their college yeah. years, right? Like friends, exactly. lifelong friends. But um, mm. yeah, so when I was there, I studied elementary education. Like I've mentioned, you know, I, I knew that um, God gave me a heart for being a teacher when that's when I was in um, grade 12, before, right before I graduated. Okay. And actually, I did not really know I was going to go to KMBC. I thought I was going to go to another university. Um, actually, applied, got accepted, 
know my dorm room, who my roommate is. I got on their soccer team and different things. But then God just really showed to me, like, that's not where I want you to go. Like, I want you to go to a Bible college here, you know, like, so with long story short, I'm just going to say that, yeah, it took a lot of trust, <laughs> but I, I did, like, I just realized, like, God doesn't want me to go that way. And, and he says, like, don't worry, I'll take care of you. And, and I, when I chose to believe his words, you know, um, then, then I see his faithfulness, like I kind of mentioned before. I actually ended up going to college without taking um, any uh, any uh, money from a support uh, right. group. Like right. um, that's how I started when I was in America, and in a way, I gave up my my work as a voice actor, yep. which originally also funded my studies. Like I kind of did that, you know, to fund my own studies and and also go to school. But then, so I gave that up to to get on this scholarship. But then it was like it was gone. <laughs> and then I trusted God who said uh, to me, like, I want you to go here. So I ended up going with only enough money for one way ticket to get there. <laughs> and, uh, but I got there and, uh, and I made it through, like, thankfully they had these work programs that helped reduce the cost a lot. But then there were days that I just come back to the dorm room and uh, I went to my, my, um, you know, the letter uh, en- envelope station to get my, my letter. And I just see, and it says like, and make sure to thank, say thank you to Pastor so and so from this church. He just sent to you uh, to support your school bill, two thousand dollars. And I'm like, whoa! <laughs> and and this keeps happening like over and over again. So um, there was another time I I visited a church on a weekend uh, for um, a singing group, and I, I was on a choir, the college choir. Um, and before I even step on the stage to like start singing, you know, before the church service starts and before anyone shows up the pastor called me to, into his office and just asked me about my testimony. And so I shared that with him and said, and then he said to me like, yeah, God just told me like to support you. And um, we want you to like share your testimony in a letter also so that I can actually talk to the church and, uh, and like ask them to support you also. And like, I'm just really thankful. So like by the end of the college years, like I think God really showed his faithfulness and following through his promises, you know, taking care so uh, that, that was how I was able to complete my studies um, to be a Christian teacher. Um, yeah. So how long were <laughs> you in the States, actually? How, was it, how, actually, how many years did you spend in, in States? Because now it's your fifth year in Thailand, you mentioned. So Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's crazy how fast things yeah. go, go by. Um, I, I stayed in the States for seven years. Wow. Um, my, I went there for two years straight, came back to visit during the summer, um, of course, changing schools also means getting a new visa. And then right. I went back to college. Uh, I came back that summer, the first one. But then after that, uh, after the start of my second year in college, I stayed there for, um, I think, three years straight. No, four years straight. It was pretty crazy how I ended up doing that uh, for four years. I, I did not come home. But um, a big part of that was the the fact that during the summer, I was working as a uh, I was helping the college as a camp counselor. So um, our college, KMBC, we had many camp counselors who uh, would go to different church camps. And each summer I experienced going to like six, seven or eight different camps <laughs> in a summer. And each camp at least five days long, if not like maybe seven to 12 days long. So um, we definitely went from one camp to the next and then to the next. But it was an amazing experience. I've never experienced having that much energy. And I feel like 
it's definitely a miracle because each time when I'm not at camp during the summer, like after everything is over, I came back, I feel like my body's broken. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I can't do anything. But when I'm at camp, like I had to travel from like Iowa back to Kentucky and that took 11 hours. And then when I arrived there, I start work right away. Like I'm, I'm there when camp has already started. And I just arrive a little bit late into the service uh, on the first night. And like, it's a five-day camp. Okay, let's go. <laughs> and like, we kept going. But but thank God, like he was with us all the time, you know, like with all my friends, uh, giving wisdom and strength to, to do all that. So it's it's a lot of fun too. I really miss it. <laughs> ah, wow. That's yeah. really incredible, man, Peter. I mean, that's like a whole story <laughs> on its own. Um, <laughs> You know, I guess you already said a bit of hobbies and some fun facts already. I think one of the fun facts we know about you is you you shared with us earlier was uh, your beatboxing. So that's oh. something I knew as well. You know, you do that. Or maybe I did, but yeah. kind of forgot. But yeah, that's crazy. That's amazing. Um, I think hobbies, I would just say, you know, we have a hobby both. We just shared with our yeah. audience earlier. We have a passion for, uh, well, I, I'm not so big, but I have this, Thing for marvels and talking about this and i guess that's how we connect it right um is there anything else that i'm not yeah well you know even when you know those things you can kind of make friends easy too <laughs> <laughs> um i mean i i do play different games whether that's board games video games sports i like all of those so um just kind of yeah fun interactive kind of thing um mm. it's funny that i'm not a big fan of uh reading books even though i read a lot of comics like i'm I'm more of a visual learner, I guess, right. and as an educator myself, and I had to learn how to like teach, you know, like there are visual learners and uh, analytic learners and so on. I'm, I'm much more of a visual learner. So uh, comics really go a long way for me. So like I, I could read uh, so many comics, but then I would not finish like a chapter book on the Avengers if I'm reading it in a style format of a chapter book. I would not finish it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny that it happens that way, but um mm. i play the piano uh you do you play any I, instruments yeah i do i play the drums yeah oh yeah yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah yeah you do play the piano you did i think the last when i was there i vaguely remember in thailand uh, after i met you you said in the night you were yeah we met in december that was a uh, christmas uh that was during the christmas i think it was 2019 oh, yeah. i came over in the yeah. uh, christmas eve and then i think it was uh i think it was uh uh, Christmas Eve that uh, in the night yeah. you did mention that you're going for a service or something yeah and I heard you said you do play the piano that time so yeah I think it was yeah. yeah that was the time we met yeah yeah yes, now I think it. more you're right we we met at Central World and there was Christmas trees there so yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah wow wow it's crazy you know, how long it is yeah it's two years you know it's really about two years um but you know with that said um I'm going to just go into this question. Um, yeah. Was being a teacher your first... Actually, this was something that maybe I didn't didn't find out from yourself. Um, yeah. When, but, after um, you graduated, uh, was being a teacher your first job after your studies or were you doing something before? Oh, sorry. You you did say you were doing voice actor. Voice acting was well, sort way, of... Yeah, way before. But then I kind of gave it up when, uh, yeah. when I yeah. started my studies. Right. <clears throat> But actually being a teacher, I kind of started it before my official graduation. And then like, oh. as I graduated, then I moved back to Thailand, then I continued teaching just at a different school. So okay. uh, I did my uh, 
I did my practical training um, at Mount Carmel School, the, the one I went to uh, grade 11 and 12. So um, thankfully that helped prepare me a lot too, because I, I did a lot of my student teaching there, like the practicum uh, practices, practicing teaching while I'm taking the, the course and so on. Um, this is this is outside of like teaching Sunday schools uh, from previous years, but uh, actually at a school like teaching these subjects. And it was very funny because I'm, I'm Asian, but I was there and I was teaching U.S. history to American students. <laughs> wow. It was hilarious, but... Uh, but I had to read a lot, you know, when, when I did that um, to really know my content there. And, um, and then when I came back to Thailand, uh, pretty soon after I came back, um, I just looked up, you know, uh, ACSI schools, Association of Christian Internationals and um, BCIS right now, I'm working at BCIS, Bangkok Christian International School is yep. one of the ACSI schools. And so I saw that on the list already, but then thankfully one of my teachers from uh, a long time ago when I was a student in Thailand, he was my teacher. Um, apparently back then I, I did not know all the details, but he, he mentioned, uh, this school BCIS. So I applied and, uh, when I applied, it seemed to me like, wow, like God has just kind of put all the jigsaw puzzles together. Not, not just for me, but for the school also, I feel like it's, it's right. You know, and, and when I showed up, I, I could see like exactly what they were looking for in the position. It was exactly what I was training for. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let's do this. And so I, I kind of jump in and, um, yeah, I've been teaching here for like five years already, and it's it's so fast. And the amazing thing is, uh, remember the teacher I kind of mentioned that he told me about this school and he was my teacher. Um, I ended up being uh, his daughter's homeroom teacher for two years, and then now I'm teaching his son. His son is in my homeroom, and uh, oh. in a way, it kind of reminds me of of Star Wars. You know, like uh, <laughs> it's like the force like you know like my father has it i have it and you have it too and one day, circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah and it's like your father was my teacher and now i am your teacher too <laughs> like, that's the thing him. for that remember <laughs> you are not uh, remember yeah. when that sorry we're going we're going deep we're using examples from uh, uh star wars and yeah star wars and Geek. so it's like uh that scene where any uh darth Vader tells obi-wan the last time i was the master Oh uh, yeah. Last time I was the student and you were the master, but now I'm the master and you're the friend. No, I'm the master. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, in- incredible iconic scene. <laughs> yeah. Er, believe me, I've actually said that to my student. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> a little, you know, I, I've shared like for those audience, I really salute the teachers, all the teachers, and what more my friend here, Peter, because there is a time if you do follow his IG. Now nah, I'm sorry, you're gonna oh, be started with followers soon. But um, oh, if you follow his IG, um, there is some sessions he really dressed up. I think you dressed up for one of your classes. Is that correct? You did dress up as of something, right? For what? Yeah. So at our school, we we have um, book character day, and that's to inspire students to love, you know, reading more books. And a uh, part of that is just having everyone dress up as their favorite characters, uh, and they bring their book, um, but they also come to school in their full costumes. And we have our fashion show. We have our judges to, you know, and yeah. actually, I I was the one who uh, came up with the the rubric to like, you know, for the judges to grade. And I consulted because before when I was in America, I went to Comic-Con and like make connections and friends. 
And I just asked my friends who like always go to Comic-Con, always go to these um, competitions and like yeah. ask them like, hey, what kind of rubric did they use? Like, uh, what did they use for this? And like, thankfully I had some friends who helped me uh, who had attended those competitions and like, hey, like this is, these are some of the criterias. And so I used the same criteria and just use it at our, at our school, you know? And uh, yeah, and it's really fun seeing uh, some students show up, you know, of course, in their Spider-Man outfit, like I did one year, just d- dress up in full Spider-Man outfit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I dress up as Cyclops before sometime. I don't know where my my <laughs> one visor is, but, uh, and then Kylo Ren, of course, was my full costume at, at one time. But uh, Spider-Man too, you have the full Spider-Man yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I, right now I have, uh, have three different Spider-Man outfits. <laughs> no way, wow. <laughs> You know wow. what? What I'm really uh, like surprised was uh, a few different students. They they did an extremely good job. Like their parents really went all in, right? So like I see this one kid shows up with um, like four octopus arms behind him, and it's like stretching out like this, you know, behind his back. He's walking around the school dressed like Doc Ock. And then when I ask him, like, what's what's something that you would say? And he's like, the power of the sun in the palms of my hands. And that's what Doc Ock said in the Spider-Man 2 movie. And I was like, oh, oh, he even quoted the movie. Like, yeah, it's um, really, really fun to be a teacher and seeing these students with their creativity every day. So That's amazing. Uh, Peter, I just saw a comment. I think it's yeah. a student, you mean Lee? You just mentioned on Facebook. Hi, Mr. Peter. Oh, okay. oh yeah. hi. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, you mean was good to, yeah, wow, hearing, but yeah, it's uh, just a short pause from there, but yeah, good to, yeah, we'll get seeing some comments coming in shortly. Yeah, it's but, awesome, happy to see you too. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, with, with that being said, um, uh, Peter, um, because being a teacher is not easy, I really understand, and and and, and it, we, we all could be something, you know, in our professions, mm. in our life, we could, con- you know, if you had the calling, you could have continued being a voice actor, which I'm sure you would have the opportunity. But I think something that intrigued me the most is your heart, you know, that, that mm. what got, so with that, I always ask myself, what got you into being a teacher? Because you could have a different career path, right? But mm-hmm. what got you being into a teacher? What was the, the thing that first caught your mind about being a teacher? What was the first thing motivated yeah. you to be a teacher? Yeah. Um, besides, besides the one I shared earlier, um, that was, uh, about how I was going through a hard time and then I can recognize that heart that God's given to me. Um, when I was really young, there was a moment before I really think of everything seriously that, um, it was announced at the school that I was attending and it was a school of about 2000 students. And, uh, so we all, you know, at assembly line, we see each, every, we see everybody like 2000 students just all spread out. And, yeah. And then a question was asked like who here would consider in the future when you're, when you grow up to, to become a teacher. And I wanted to raise my hand, but at the same time, I, I saw no hand at all, like around me raised like not out of 2000 there was zero hand that was raised but like I was like hesitating like oh I want to raise my hand but then I keep my hands down and and then after that day I I did not you know raise my hand on that day but I kind of regretted doing that like I was like as if it's not um as if it should have happened (laughs) um but then I would have been like the only one uh but yeah, and then and then I guess God really confirmed with me that being a teacher was not just something that is out of my own skills and promise uh, to any contract, but, but it is the covenant, the heart that God has given to me 
Um, and it's shown to be true, like with everything that can happen. And I'm sure with, with everyone's life, right, there are times that we go through hard times, you know. Mm. And in my experience, whenever I go through hard times, but then because I am a teacher, it's like I have, I have this second win. I'm like, I'm back and I'm fighting and I'm doing it because I'm not fighting for myself, but I'm fighting for my students. You know, like I want to do the best I can every day because their lives matter. Like they're here and, and many of them may not know the one true hope in Christ yet. Like, and many of them may, may go through difficult situations, especially nowadays with, you know, COVID and so on. Um, I think every day that I go to school, like even now, I, the, the one main thing uh, that really keeps me going is just seeing how each, each student, like we gain hope again, like they just get their smile and like out. So, you know, who, who else would do this if, if you don't, like, if, if we don't do that for the kids, because the kids go out to this world and they just, all they see are like bad news of bad things happening, mm. people becoming even more evil because of their stress about different situations and um, how people treat each other are not very respectful a lot of times of what we see in the news, you know, and, but then they come to school and, I think it's very important for them to see a different picture of adults, you know, like they, they see adults just bending their knee down, like speaking eye level with, with a kid to like really listen to them and like to find their, their thoughts and hearts and just to listen to what they want to share. And like, yeah, I just, I just feel like that's super important. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. They need that. They need to see a light in, in this dark world. So, yeah glad it's you i'm glad it's you that god <laughs> is using because i really do see the heart uh, that's being in place uh for you and uh, what you're doing is just incredible i think the first time i met you at catalyst what you shared i was just okay this guy's wow i just feel something special like about you and myself and jamie we're like wow peter is something somebody really extraordinary you know <laughs> doing something really great and it's really amazing to hear that part of your story, you know, these things that, you know, I've, I've not heard from yourself as well. And mm. I'm glad we're doing this right here because we get to, um, you know, uh, people yeah. get to hear your story. You get to be inspired others. And I'm also inspired because I never heard this side of your story. Um, <laughs> even though we've met a couple of times, you know, but this is just really incredible, Peter. So I have to give you kudos uh, on this as well um yeah so really really well, yeah yeah and i hope more more people will also join like not not just simply talking about being a teacher but um yeah. anywhere you are you know like any job position you have just kind of think think about what you can do for for others um and actually that's that's a more powerful way to fight just like any superhero like spider-man you know he, he always fights but not for himself but like for the ones he loves like all the time like right and, and you've got to do that for, for them. You've got to do that for the friend next to you, maybe somebody. Um, at, at a school, it may be a little bit more obvious, right? Like working with a kid, then you suddenly see a kid who's just sitting there by himself, like not, not hanging out with friends and like looking down or something like that. But sometimes adults, you know, when you're in a workplace in an office, they, they, hide, they hide their problems a little bit better. Um, but you never know. Somebody next to you might go through some things. And, and if you just really um yeah it's like see their heart and i think that's that's the kind of eyes like the kind of heart that god would want uh, for each one of us to have so mm, yeah. okay 
Well, we better yeah. move on. We're going to move on yeah. to the next yeah. question. Uh, but before we do that, again, for those who are tuning in on Facebook, uh, there's a QR code scan. If you need want to ask questions to Peter, you can scan again on the QR code or there's a link placed on the Facebook chat. Uh, so we will come back to Q&A with Peter at the end of this uh, session, uh, towards the end of this question. Um, with that said, let me just move on a little bit. Um, I guess we've already answered B as well. Was this something you wanted? But uh, we we shared that earlier. So we will go slightly. Yeah. Uh, we will go slightly going back to your voice acting role. And I think this yeah. is a question, right? As mentioned in the introductory, um, I think you did mention this as well. How did this role came came for you? Um, and I think you did briefly did mention about you know how your you know your was it your sister or mom uh, got into the acting role and then you sort of yeah did, uh, was it was it your sister yeah uh, my my mom, mom um, sorry. my my dad was a sound engineer uh, for like all his life so after his school work you know he just became a sound engineer and and my mom was an actress so they met at a studio hmm. um, I think out of the three like um, I'm a I have two siblings and I'm, I'm the oldest one. So I'm not sure, but I think maybe either my brother or I were the first ones to start doing voice acting. Yeah. Um, back when my sister was uh, a little bit too young to, to do that. But yeah, it's, it's really funny because I remember um, I would try to, to do a voice yeah. And, you know, we're all family in the same room. And so, like, my brother would just butt in, like, oh, this is how you should do it. And he's, like, started doing his own part, his own style. And it's it's really funny. But then, like, my dad wanted – it's the same with my sister. Like, my sister would try to word out something, and then my brother would just uh, jump in, like, this is how you say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really, really exciting. How is but, it yeah. like to be in – okay, so, you know, with that thing, you, you know, almost your whole family is, like, a voice character. So I didn't add this yeah. question, but with that said, how is it like being like in a in a in a family where most of your siblings are actually doing all these voice actors? Like you just mentioned, your dad sound engineer. And yeah. Actor, but how does um, that feel? Because it's very rare that you have a whole family that does all this voice acting, right? You always see like Hugh Jackman one, but not the entire family. Yeah, honestly, it's it's very fun because sometimes you see different movies going on in the theaters, and then like one of our voices is in one movie from like one company, and then another person's voice is in another movie in another company. Right. And it's kind of funny to like be there and then see all these posters and like, oh, I'm in this one. And like, oh, you're in this one. Like, yeah, you're in this one. Just kind of being at the theater and having that experience. Um, but another one really fun experience is when we do the same movie, like when we do the same work. So right. in Narnia, um, I was the voice of Edmund, um, the, the kid who betrayed his brothers and sisters and uh, told the queen uh, where they were, you know, at the beaver mm -hmm. house and different things. Um, uh, which was funny, by the way. It's it's a Christian uh, allegory, right? Like, but, yeah. but like back when I did that, I did not know. Like I wasn't a, even a Christian. I yeah. did not understand the whole movie. <laughs> but but I had fun, and and I did not have to change my voice very much for Edmund. It was kind of natural for me. And um, my my sister was the voice of Lucy in the movie. Oh. And so we had um, moments. And when you do voice acting in these yeah. movies uh, in in modern times, or I guess counting when I was young, also. Um, we, we don't do it live in front of each other anymore. So in the older times, uh, the voiced actors and actresses would be there in the same room 
and they would talk off from each other, like switching from this line to this line. They would kind of do uh, better teamwork uh, with that. But now with technology, you just record your voice, put it in, edit right on the spot, you know. And and so I actually did that uh, sitting separated. Uh, we took turns, like I would do my part. And after I'm done with my job, then my sister would go in for like a number of hours to record all of her voices, different parts. But then it was really fun to hear that together when we go watch the movie together, because then you hear my voice speaking to her as she is Lucy's voice as my sister in the movie. But like we're brother and sister sitting next to each other also. <laughs> like it was pretty fun. So that one, have, yeah, uh, Narnia was one where I did it with my sister. And then my, my brother was X-Men Origins, because in the very early uh, scene. 2009? Yeah. Yeah, yeah early scene. My brother did the voice for the young Wolverine, uh, James Howlett, in the first scene when he was like crying and then he felt sick earlier and then, you know, his mom and dad got in, got in a fight and then mean, the yeah. claws came out. And, and then right. right there in that same scene, you see Victor Creed yeah. as a boy also, um, actually Wolverine's older brother, and it's my voice. So again, in this movie, like I was the older brother who's like, has, has to, like grabs you know wolverine is like hey like we don't we can't do this anymore our lives are not the same anymore we gotta run like and something yeah. like that you know just kind of take off from there but that's a really short one um but a very intense scene and then the, actually the the one that we it was really hard for both my brother and i because um the character's voice in the movie uh was younger than my voice back then and i had right. to kind of adjust my voice which originally the project, you know, like how I did Nemo in three hours, I did Narnia in like two and a half hours. I did um, like many movies just within no longer than three hours. But then Sathura was the movie that I, it took me and my brother three days to finish. Wow. <laughs> and uh, mostly it's because the movie was mainly just these two kids playing a board game. And if you, if you watch Jumanji, you know how the board games bring these things to, to life and Sathura yeah. The original author wrote Sathura on the opposite side of the book. Like if you flip the book over, then mm. there's Sathura there. It's not as famous, but it's it's the same concept with um, the board game taking the kids into space. And so my brother was Danny, the voice of Danny. My, I was the voice of Walter, and we argued like the whole time in the movie. So it's a really fun movie to to watch again because every time we watch again, we just laugh at how those two characters argue, and it just reminded us of ourselves like at home <laughs> uh, it's like brother i'm hungry what can you do water <laughs> what can you make water and so many different things like yeah shouting and yelling at each other it's it's fun so so being in a voice actor with that said um when you are put into these scenes for example for chronicles of narnia and wolverine yeah. now you know, you I, I look at behind the scenes how Logan, uh, Hugh Jackman does. So, you know, when you watch, the, for example, the, the, the Logan, the last episode when he was doing the oh, running, yeah. there was Man. one of behind the scenes and you can and see, you see his video, the screen, right? Then you see his video, he's actually doing it like in a standstill position while the mic is in front of it. And then you yeah. can see, do you, do you guys do that? I'm sorry, guys. If yeah. I'm scared for a moment, but I had to just ask. <laughs> because it's very fascinating how, because how do you portray the voice, like, for, especially for animation, like, like cartoon oh, like Narnia, right? How yeah, do you... so, so there's a difference between animation and, and live movies, live action. So in live action, you have a very specific face and emotion showing that uh, 
each voice actor would want to try to mimic the, the original voice as much as possible, but at the same time to match the facial expression as much as possible. But then when it comes to animation, you have so much more room to play with your voice because those are animated characters and they only come as much alive as your voice allowed them to. And so like the more you add in to the character, the more alive they, they become, you know? So um, it's very funny. If I, if I watch Finding Nemo and then mm. right after that, I watched Narnia, mm. I actually feel a little bit disappointed with my own voice in Narnia because in a way I feel like, oh, I, I did not do such a good job with how my emotions influx and different things for, for the character. Right. But, and then in reality, I have to remember like, oh, for Finding Nemo, it was purposefully like made in that way because it is an animated movie. Like I actually had to do so much more voice acting to allow for that to feel like it's actually alive. Like Nemo is actually alive, swimming, talking. So, yeah. <laughs> so you have something there to guide you to, I mean, pretty sure, yes, you have three things to do, but I'm pretty sure you have like the screen that something to guide you or something like yeah. that you're doing that. Nemo voice the right uh normally in yeah Nemo is it was fun um so they sent me back then VHS <laughs> oh, wow. VHS that was almost black and white Nemo it was not completely black and white but it was almost but you could tell like the drawings were not complete so things were mm -hmm. off scale but within that whole VHS right uh I also had the full script of the movie um weeks before the actual work started and so it was my homework to to read through the script, watch the movie at the same time and just kind of go through. So I understand the character, I understand these scenes. And um, I, I can't remember exactly how many days I had, but mm. um, but uh, one of the things that was really helpful was the, the numbers on the top, like on the top bar. Of course, you have these numbers that tells you exactly what hour, what minute, what second, what millisecond your voice comes in. And that is shown on the script also. So. Yeah, but then when you go to do the, the job, the movie, um, of course, the, the voice director, you know, Uncle Tony was a big help to, to allow me to like really catch on to what feelings Nemo was going through. Um, but fun fact, actually, I was so young when I was doing Nemo, I was in grade five. And you know that scene when Nemo was already in the fish tank and <laughs> um, the, the group of fish wanted to introduce him to the group and so they right. had Nemo come out at night to like go through the ring of fire and then like they have yeah. these things going on um yeah. I was actually scared <laughs> when I was doing that that part that scene I was so young that when I watched that scene I was doing my voice acting I was actually scared of of like the oh. the, the colors being red and all these different things it's like oh that's so scary so wow. um so my my voice as Nemo showing my my you know scared kind of emotion then it was actually real <laughs> it was pretty wow. funny but <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing um, <laughs> you know we talked we talked about that you know peter um yeah about how all this has become like you know uh big i guess you know this 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 what you just shared has been like wow what a journey man what a journey and to hear this from someone who's what like from an industry as young um, but with that said, I think recently you did, I saw a post that you and your brother, yeah. had your brother was coming up something, perhaps you'd like to just share what was that? Was that a movie? You, you oh, actually, I'm, I'm not allowed to share that one yet. <laughs> right. But yeah, so, but I saw some behind the scenes. Yeah. So, it, yeah. so, right? yeah. so one thing that happened off. is just how my brother, um, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know, I know my brother looked up to Uncle Tony, just, just like I did. And, and um, 
you know, it's it's sad to. I actually I should probably have said this already, but it, it is sad to uh, to say goodbye to him a few years ago when when he passed away. Um, oh man! So ma- many of us uh, voice actors, we we mourn, uh, you know, his loss. He he meant a lot to all of us. Like he was just the the role model for being voice actor, for being director, and so on. But um, yeah, he he's quite a role model for my brother also. So in a way, him being in the position now, he's he's a director also. Um, okay. at one of the studios in Thailand like he he kind of is doing that a big part of it is because he I think he saw how Uncle Tony impacted our lives in a way you know and and it's it's more than just uh, work like a- every day we go to the studios uh, as kids when we were young we just see who's gonna get to run faster to give him a hug first you know like mm. and uh, and that was how it was like he was really our uncle you know to to us so um and uh and yeah he's now fulfilling that dream that that he saw in in his life i think just being a a director also and so it was really incredible to have that experience to to do voice acting when he was my when my brother was recently my director and i was there in the room and uh yeah it's funny because he's my younger brother but you know uh the work right i just like go in and, and he's actually now the expert he's been he studies uh, media um, and he has been in the studios for two years, you know, and I was the one who kind of stepped away from, from this line of work for a while. So like, it was just nice. And actually it was really funny when during the work, I did tell him, like, I feel like I'm not as good as before. Like <laughs> I kind of lost, I kind of lost my skills there a little bit. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. I haven't down. done this in a long time. Yeah. yeah but my... down to your younger brother. <laughs> so it's good. I mean, yeah. somebody, but... I, I can tell you though, like you, yeah, later on when once I'm allowed to say, you know, what it is. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm sure you'll be happy to hear it. So. Yeah, in due <laughs> yeah. time. But anyways, yeah, no, we'll just, we'll, we, it's, I knew it's something that we won't be able to share, but it's something. Yeah. Cool. So the next time we get you on board, we'll probably oh, yeah, bring you back. share on that, you know, the next uh, Matt session, which yeah. uh, we will be running, of course. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's incredible. Like I just saw and I said, wow. Um, I think something is coming up when I saw that. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm looking forward. I know when I was going to ask this, I knew it's something uh, because it's behind the scene and it's quite recent. So when yeah. I bring, I know uh, I might definitely won't get out of that, but I think I sort of saw something brewing coming up. So that's a neat, that's something that I saw your picture with you and your brother. So yeah, guys, uh, we'll stay tuned. I think <laughs> there's something special going to come up with Peter again. He's sort of maybe who knows he may be back into acting voice role again but we'll stay tuned to find out yeah um, maybe when it comes in due time yeah i don't know how famous is this video game called um contra contra returns on yeah yeah contra is pretty i think not not well for those gamers they probably would know contra Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the Thai voice of Han Feng in Contra Returns, the game wow. that has been out for a while, you know, by by MOBA, and and Bailey is another character, um. So so that's something. But yeah, like I don't know what version uh, you guys would play in Malaysia or other countries. I'm I'm sure it's not in Thai. So, <laughs> but uh, but I I don't currently have Contra downloaded on my phone. But back when it was uh, released, right, I, I just had to try it. So it was also another funny experience to play my own character, uh, Han Feng, 
and go against on other online players. And I can actually say that I've never lost once. <laughs> and it was funny, like playing as my own character, hear my own voice when I get shot. I'm like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> But, <laughs> uh, oh man. Um, with that said, you know, we've, we've talked quite a lot on this and really thank you for sharing on, on, on your life story there because there's a lot of things I could have asked you, but this has really like, sort of given me a little bit to know you even uh, some deaths that I couldn't ask you when we met you know yeah. um, but with, with that said I think to wrap up in this question the last question is um, and here at the mat I always ask our guests because of these kind of things and if you are free to you know feel free if you like to share it um, and one of the things I always ask our guests is this you know I'm sure along the way you had some challenges you faced um, and if you don't mind, what were some of them and how do you overcome or deal with them? And then of course, just to add in, uh, in closing, is there any advice you like uh, that you could share to some of the audience who are tuning in who are going through a similar challenge as you did or, or, or perhaps some word of advice for those who are going through a challenging time? Yeah, I'm just closing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is actually a, a very, you know, big question to address, especially in this time, uh, as everyone is going through a very unprecedented time, right? Something that nobody could ever have thought of just two years ago. Like we, we never knew yeah. the whole world would face such a challenge. And uh, I think anything that anyone has ever faced before then, it, it feels like every everything else or any challenge that comes after the pandemic started just seems to like be multiplied in, in our lives, you know. I think a lot of my testimony probably already gave some ideas of how I ended up overcoming my, my challenges is to not rely on my own understanding, but to, to trust in him and in all my ways, you know. Let him lead me to the right path. And, and as I continually do that, I could see more of how God shows his faithfulness. And that's, that really is the main core of how I was able to overcome a lot of the challenges and, and even, you know, new challenges. I just always try to remember that principle that is, I feel like the heart of Christianity, really, there, there has to be that relationship. And it's not just a one-time decision that one person makes to follow God, but it is really every day you wake up and you just choose, like, I'm, I'm going to trust you, God, to, um, to do, you know, what your will today and like everything, every challenge I face, you know, I'm going to trust in his strength to be able to allow me to complete the task according to his will. Um, I'm going to trust his wisdom to guide me in my decisions. Um, I think that is the one core main important thing. And uh, yeah, but word of advice, I, I thought about this a little bit ago before we started. And um, I just thought to share something that I think, Jesse, you'd be, surprised and really appreciative of this because if you're a Marvel fan, you know, this is a treat. <laughs> so either, either you guys are um, uh, a Marvel fan who would enjoy it and, and take it for yourself, or you could, you know, like remember it and then share it to your friends who, you know, are Marvel fans too. But I feel like life is really about transformation, right? And a lot of times you see in those Marvel characters, stories, whether like Spider-Man getting bitten, you know, Peter Parker getting bitten by the, the spider. Um, but then, of course, true Spider-Man uh, fans would know that's not what made him into a Spider-Man. It was really his uh, his decision when when he lost Uncle Ben and he's like, 
you know, I have to take up this responsibility. I do have the power already, but it's actually the moment that he chose to take responsibility to then, to then be transformed into Spider-Man to be like somebody who will do this, do this job. Or even like Steve Rogers going through the super soldier serum program, you know, the weapon one program or like uh, even Tony Stark, right. Having to put on a suit of armor, but all of these different stories that um, a big part of why I like Marvel is I think many times I see how characters are transformed and it reminds me of myself. It reminds me of many of my friends who undergo transformation. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. All things have become new. And, and it's a good reminder so just to give you some, some good things about like, what is it like after being transformed by using Marvel analogies? So like first one talking about Thor, Thor is, you know, he is a reminder that you can be born with being granted greatness. Like God has given each one of us greatness ever since we were born. And it's like Thor also, he was born to be prince of asgard and eventually king of asgard and and that is a destiny that you know odin was looking forward for for thor as well and it's very similar to how god you know he um he is our father he's chosen us um so that you should we should know his will and that you know when we see just one we would hear uh the voice from his mouth and that's in acts 22 14 right and god he he has a power he has a purpose for us for for you and no matter what battles you're in and just like Jeremiah that says, you know, for no thoughts I have towards you, says the Lord, um, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope that you will come call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you, uh, Jeremiah 29, 12 uh, to, or 11 to 12. Um, but not just being born with greatness, like how Thor is, and God's given us that also, but Iron Man also reminded me of something. He his character reminded me that we need to be properly equipped to be trained and to continue to improve. Like therefore take up the whole armor of God is oftentimes some of the youth pastors would use this to kind of talk about, Oh, look, Iron Man, you know, putting on the, the armor of God. And um, uh, but it's not just being able to like put it on, but also to remember that you need to work out your salvation. And uh, some, sometimes people may confuse this too. It's, it's work out your salvation, not work for your salvation. So we're not talking about working in order to be saved, but like, because you know, you are already saved. Like Tony knows he is already Iron Man. Like he would say, it's not just a suit. Like I am Iron Man. And because of that, he continues to improve on his suit. He continues to work on his suit and we work out our salvation. So we keep on improving. Um, therefore, if you... You know, you're beloved, not just in his presence only, but um, if we just work out our salvation with fear and trembling, like Philippians uh, says, you know, then I think we can be similar to what Tony has gone to is uh, gone through is that if if he does not improve his suit, he would lose to. And if you're a comic geek like me, uh, the extremists, the extremists, when they came around, Tony's suits was not able to handle their strength and their speed. So when during mid fight, he started having broken bones like during the fights because these guys are just keep hitting him. And no matter he's wearing his armor, his ribs are getting cracked. You know? And then uh, he had to get away. And then Tony Stark has to inject himself with his extremist uh, program that he redesigned to, to improve. And later he became a character who not only wears a suit, but he can cause the suit from anywhere, you know, flies to him and he can connect his mind to, uh, to a computer and different things. But like you always see him improve, but then, the last person 
is definitely somebody who cannot forget the big three, right? We need to add Captain America in there. Um, so he's, he's quite a character that he has been trusted with greatness. Like, not like Thor, but um, in a way, like, you know, the people trusted him, giving him the super soldier serum and um, kind of trusted that he would be the, the symbol or the icon to help bring hope back to um, uh, America once again during the World War II kind of, you know, in the Marvel universe. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me of, of each one of us, like, yeah, for one is given the word of wisdom, one is given word of knowledge, one is given faith, you know, some gifts of healing, some works of miracles, some discernings of spirits, some prophecy and different kinds of tongues, uh, interpretation of tongues. Um, as mentioned in 1 Corinthians 12, I think eventually we, we have to realize that each one of us, it's, this is one of the most amazing things. Like we think we need to trust God, but sometimes we forget to think like God also trusted us with these gifts, you know, like he, he also shows us and he trusted us with these gifts, just like we're Captain America. We, we are chosen. We're, we're trusted with these gifts. Yeah. So what are we going to do about it? You know, like, and the most wonderful gift that God has trusted us with, I believe is his Holy spirit. Actually, not many people may, may say of it in this way, but I feel like, yeah, if we don't realize, um, yeah, God has given us not a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, of sound mind. And he wants us to share our testimony with others, you know, speaking in, in, holy, in holiness. And as we share Christ, um, and this was like 2 Timothy um, 7 to 9, right? But as, as we share him, um, I think that's just how we appropriately also utilize the gift that God has given is we, we gotta, we gotta pick up that shield also that's been given to us and, and yeah, hold up that shield of faith and let the enemy know, like, if, if you're going to attack me, I'm not just holding my own personal shield, but you're attacking my team. And, and a lot of times actually uh, whenever I share about the armor of God, I, I like to share how the shield also has the symbol of, you know, whoever, whichever army, right? Yeah. Like, if you if you want to fight me, you're fighting not just one person, but you're fighting the whole army of God, and that's that's what the the enemy has got to know. Like, yeah, you've got to come by your friend and and help each other, you know. And um, so I think my word of advice through this challenging times is similar to I think I I might as well just quote Captain America: like, <laughs> compromise where you can, compromise, <laughs> don't don't compromise right where you can't, like even when the whole world tells you something wrong is something right. Even if the whole world tells you to move, it is your job to plant yourself like a tree by the river of truth and say, no, you move. And I think the world has seen too much darkness um, presented by too many people. And, and it is our job to really just, yeah, stand still by the river of truth. And you, you've, each one of us, we've got to be a voice to remind them the right way home you know we, we've got to remind them like hey this and it is sad to see that this world is shaken a lot and people are afraid sometimes mm. um as christians we know these things are going to happen like you study the bible you know end times are coming you know it's these these uh different things are going to happen it is actually up to us to focus our eyes on on jesus and on heaven the place the home that he's been preparing for us for the past 2021 years you know, um, this earth is a, a temporary place. And um, I think the more we are able to focus on on him, on his kingdom, the less we worry about the shaken world that we are currently in, actually. And and by that, 
I think people, when they see that, when they see how calm and, and peaceful you are, because you, you know everything's going to be okay, um, people just might get attracted to Christianity, you know, a, a light in the midst of all the darkness. So, yeah. Wow. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful sharing. Um, uh, Peter, once again, thank you very much for your time and sharing. Uh, guys, I think if you can give a round of applause wherever you are, just a virtual <laughs> round of applause, um, whether you're on Facebook or whatever. Oh, thank uh, you. Yeah. Okay. You know, my, my group of friends are saying it's really, really inspiring. Um, and I knew tonight was going to be something special because I waited on myself to find out these details from you as well, to know about you as well, even though I knew you. But, you know, as we said, the first thing that connects each other is Marvel, you know, all this yeah. kind of stuff we talk. Um, <laughs> but it's really wonderful. Uh, Peter, really thank, thank you for your time. Uh, so right now, what we're going to do is we're going to go into a time of questions for our guests, uh, for our guest speakers. So hopefully uh, by now, most of you throughout the whole, during the questions, uh, there was a QR code. Uh, you guys would have... Um, scan the QR code and ask, uh, uh, type in your question for our guest speaker. Um, for those who probably who tune in a little bit late today, don't worry, you can still catch this uh, Facebook live session after this recording is finished. You can check out the map page uh, to find this video there. Or if you'd like to listen to it, uh, it will be up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you need the link i will of course uh, tag peter for those peter uh, for those uh, guests of peter if you want to hear this session again you can do check out uh later on when peter reshares the the link or the page that i just shared right so i guess uh we will look into the question now hopefully we'll uh we'll let me just pause this moment and uh we'll just hit into the um the question right now. In the meantime, wow, Peter, it's um, <laughs> yeah, you know my that 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 Captain America, uh, Captain America quote that you just mentioned has inspired some of my friends as oh, well. Wow. You know, they just mentioned, <laughs> and uh, I think many that, of us who are Marvel fans, like we know, like that that quote is just one unforgettable quote from Captain America. It, yeah. it is, and yeah. it is, but to some, it's quite new for them and oh, uh, yeah, really yeah. great that you shared it because I uh, I uh, wouldn't have remembered about it, but wow, what a timing for you oh. to, um, to uh, write. We do have plenty of questions. Okay, sure, sure. Right? Uh, about yeah. four of them, which is pretty good. So let's, um, I'm going to just share it on. Hopefully, you'll be able to see this. So let's mm. uh, check it out. Do you see the screen here, Peter? It's loading. It's it says you're starting to share the screen. All right. Um, yeah. Hopefully. You okay. I think I'll just read the question out loud before um before I answer. So or perhaps perhaps I'll I'll read it and, uh, sure. and then, yeah. So I'll read it so that you get give give some time for you to process. Um, which movie did you enjoy most being a voice actor for? Would you consider being a voice actor again? Hmm. Um. That's a really good question. I, I do want to say the very first one, Nemo, was the one that I enjoyed the most. And I think a lot of it has to do with the kind of first time experience doing voice acting for a full movie. Um, at the same time, I was the main character and like I had a lot of lines to, to speak and it was really um, 
a wonderful time of learning. Like that was really the first time I get to learn from Uncle Tony as well as a voice actor. Um, and, and that uh, that then helped build the foundation for me to be able to work other works also. Um, yeah, definitely I would do voice acting again, uh, but I do want to say that I would not uh, invade my teaching time like at, mm. at the school. So I prioritize that above all things, above all the, all the other works, uh, especially uh, if, if it comes down to, because I, to me, I feel like that's how I serve God is, is where, you know, those hours, whether that's prep time or um, being at school to, to serve God through being there for the students. Um, so uh, as long as I'm not invading uh, that time, like I, I would definitely pick up voice acting after school or on the weekends. <laughs> um, and actually I, I'm not totally out of the, out of the loop in, I, I guess if I can't find a better word, but um, right. yeah, I, I did go in and, and do a few. And uh, sometimes uh, people still send me requests and I send them sample voices for, for them to consider. So it's, it's not like I'm totally out from the industry. So, mm. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, hopefully that answers one of your questions for those who asked that. Um, so we'll move on to the second question. Um, can you share a fun memory of your life in college? Oh, um, <laughs> I definitely have many fun memories. Um, but I think one that is not normal here in Asian countries is, but first, before I, I tell you the story, you have to understand the fact that uh, it's normal and um, people in America can have light, rights to own firearms, right? And, um, and so this is just a fun experience. So uh, every now and then we have our dorm boys dorm parties and, you know, um, supervised by a teacher, we, we get to use those firearms, shoot at targets and so on. Um, but then there was a day when um, uh, a piano, like an old piano, uh, <laughs> it was thrown away into the burn pile. So like there was, it was beyond fixing, like it was going to be burnt anyways by um, somebody. And, uh, and then one of my friends just like, why don't we just blow up this piano instead of burning it? And so, yeah, we just went straight to buy some substance. I'm not going to name it, but <laughs> from, <laughs> from Walmart, uh, just a normal store. Um, but this substance, what it takes is just a really high kinetic energy. So high speed bullet uh, to hit it, to explode it. So we put it inside the piano. I put the duct tape on the outside to put an X there, like to tell my friend, this is where you shoot. And then we, we, you know, we got far away and uh, with an AR-15, I think that's what my friend used. It was like a mini version of a M16, um, but like civilian version, only semi-auto, not, not automatic. And yeah, I just took a shot from far away and we blew up a piano. <laughs> and actually, I actually have a video of that, but um, it's on Facebook somewhere. <laughs> I have to look it up sometime. <laughs> no worries. It's kind of, oh, wow. What yeah, a college, college days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the other question that we have, and I believe it's probably maybe from, maybe it might be from Yumin. I'm not sure, but it says, mm -hmm. um, could be anyone, sorry. But uh, it yeah. says, you know, Mr. Peter, uh, Mr. Peter, how did you become, how did you became a Christian? Yeah. Yeah, um, I briefly discussed this in the testimony earlier, um, but I think mainly it was my, my personal decision when I knew I was going to America and um, I knew I was going away from my family. And to give you the context, my family was always very close to me, very protective. Um, and uh, I, I was not ever really far from them. So like going to America for seven years was a big step. And um, so a big 
part that played into my decision uh, was number one, my piano teacher was uh, somebody who kept on uh, ministering to me, sharing the gospel, sharing stories from the Bible. Um, even though I did not make my decision to become a Christian during those uh, piano sessions, um, I still went to her church to started to get to know what Christianity is all about. Um, second, I think it was my time at that church and the transition process going uh, about to go far away. I needed there to be a God who would take care of me when no one else can and in a way that no one else can. And in a way I could experience that. Like I felt this is going to lead into another, uh, but I'm going to make the story really short. The very, very first time I ever seriously prayed was actually me um, swimming out in the ocean. And I did not realize how far away I got from the beach. <laughs> and um, it was so far that I, I, when I turned back, I realized, oh, it's so far. Like, I, I don't know if I can make it back. That was my first thought. Like, I don't know if I can swim back if I have enough energy to do that. But I started swimming. But as I was swimming, every time I like lift up my arm, I look up into the sky and I just prayed, like, God, give me strength. That, that's, that was my prayer the whole time. Just give me strength to, to get back on the beach. So I think inwardly, deep down, I know who God is. Like, and even though I wasn't a Christian back then, I made, it up, I made it to the beach, like crawling up onto the beach. And like, I just thank God, you know, he let me live. <laughs> and, uh, and after that, uh, when I decided to become a Christian, um, kind of briefly, I said before, it was mainly my personal desire almost like a selfish uh, standpoint in a way because i just needed god to take care of me and it wasn't until i moved to america um, and my first two years being there going through the school i, I learned um, the foundation of faith through the bible studies and bible classes and thankfully the school was a mission school so i, I attended church every day and that taught me a lot on on how to love god back also like and that's that's what it's about it's about love you know it's about relationship so yeah brilliant brilliant um the next question is uh very good sharing any <laughs> ig instagram that we can follow so that we can get inspiration yeah yeah um I don't know where you can type it back to uh, the viewers, but um, my IG is Peter's with a Z. So P-E-T-E-R and then Z underscore 2099. Right. What I'll do, yeah, what what I'll do is because I have your IG. um, Yeah. What we'll do is, uh, yeah, we will, I will put it on the chat here. Yeah, so she's just. Yeah, Wendy already shared. Yep, she did. Thank you, Wendy. Yep. So I have a brilliant team, a wonderful team who is helping me out today. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's I awesome. That, yeah, that's awesome, really. I, yeah, I haven't really, um, I should be more active. Um, maybe, you know, after sharing today, it's kind of inspired me to think more about how I can use my Instagram as an influencer rather than just personal uh, platform to share whatever I think. <laughs> yeah, so, no, yeah, I agree with you. I think yeah. that's that started becoming for me like a trend now. Like it's yeah. becoming a place for me to share to inspire people. Like like you said as well. You know, yeah. you used to be what, but yeah. Well, um, and I think we hit to the last question, and that yeah. is, I kind of see. I don't know whether it's what, but what are you looking forward to? Bracket vision in the near future. Now, whoever asked this... Well, be, besides, besides watching many upcoming Marvel movies, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, at this point, um, I do not have like a new 
place or like a, a new idea that I want to move into. It's more like my my hope and dreams is to not only bring in a way for allowing God to bring stability, you know, into my life, but like to be somebody who can provide that for others also. So um, I, I know being a teacher kind of opens a lot of opportunities to to instill in the students' lives, you know, the hopes and dreams and like help help build their dreams. So I think my my dream or my uh, what I'm looking for in the future is to see my students' success. Like to, and uh, I, I'm not trying to like say it in a way that like, but you know, like this this whole year has really taught me a lot. I feel like the students has really cherished and valued the the time in the classroom because they they've lost so much time last year right with all the lockdown and and everything and then after seeing how they fight through all that like and to be at school and just to be happy to see their friends again um i just can't wait to see how they would succeed and and graduate and like how who are they going to become in the future you know like yeah so i hope to see that soon and uh, i know some maybe one of my students are looking at this and watching this and some may look at it in the future and uh, just whenever you uh, succeed in maybe writing a book just don't forget to bring me back a copy with a signature on there or um, yeah maybe whenever you become a doctor just uh, I can trust you with my life then but maybe not right now but <laughs> by that time if, if you become a doctor you know um, so I, I look forward to seeing to seeing that yeah <laughs> great great yeah. well uh, Peter, absolute pleasure, uh, absolute pleasure, and a blessing to have you on board, uh, and and through your sharing as well. Thank you for coming on board and share. It's been a grateful time. Your friendship means a lot to me. Uh, it's a great blessing uh, for me to have known you throughout the years that we've known each other over the last two years. But it felt like our friendship has been really. Uh, long um, and just to close it out uh, for our Facebook live audience uh, our recommendation this week I'll uh, just read this out really quickly our recommendation out what we usually do for the men is we also try to support other um, people who are starting up businesses or whatever so if you do uh, for those live audience who are tuning in if you have somebody that you, you think that you deserve a shout out uh, just drop us a message and we will give them a shout out to look at uh, but here's this week's uh, shout out, or I would say a recommendation uh, to read. Um, so, Blessing by Grace Chu. You can do check them out. They are only on uh, Instagram. What's oops? That came out somewhere. Ooh, my bad. Okay, you can check them out on Instagram. I forgot to remove the animation that it's supposed to be below that. But you can check them out on Instagram. And just a little background about Blessing by Grace Chu. It was born out of love for making beautiful pieces of jewelry and gifts. Each piece is lovely, handmade and crafted, so no two pieces are the same. That's what makes handmade jewelry and gifts so unique. Using the art of clay molding, the jewelry are paired with elegant crystals, beads, steel findings and even natural stones to create truly artisanal pieces. It makes um, people's uh, people. Uh, in, uh, so this is a quote. Uh, this line that I'm going to read is from the owner, uh, the owner um, themselves. It makes me smile when my creations 
make someone feel beautiful. So yeah, give it a check out for the, those uh, for those of you who are tuning in. You know, your your long uh, your support goes a long way uh, supporting all these local businesses. Uh, but again, if you do have anybody to uh, give a shout out, drop our uh, drop our FB page a message or drop us uh, a message on IG on our Instagram page, and we're more than happy to look up and give them a shout out. But until then. Um, it's a much thank you from everybody. We'll say goodbye to our Facebook friends here. Thank you for joining us. And to those who tune in for Peter, whether it's Peter's students uh, who tuned in earlier, thank you for joining in. Uh, and hopefully we, we get to see each other soon. Until then, take care, everybody. Yes, thank you very much. Bye. See you Bye. next time. The price it has been paid for Jesus' blood.